0: Welcome to the Newton Knowledge Podcast. My name is Mark Singer, partner of Newton One Advisors, and I'm joined as always with my colleague Stephen Target, managing partner of our firm, and also Bill Dugdale with A.B. Bernstein. As always, we aim to provide meaningful content to our valued advisor community and clients who are interested in learning more about sophisticated insurance-related topics, focusing on estate planning and executive benefits. We focus our discussions on content that will deliver unique insights into the people, processes, and products that make our industry so critical. Newton One is a national life insurance planning firm delivering customized insurance solutions structured to help clients and their advisors engaged in solving estate planning, wealth transfer, business succession, and executive benefits challenges. We are a member of the M Financial Group offering our clients access to the nation's most prestigious insurance carriers and innovative products available only through our network. And today we have the privilege of speaking with a dear friend, Bill Dugdale, advisor at AB Bernstein. We'll have the opportunity to learn a little bit about his work with A.B. Bernstein as a as a wealth advisor there, as well as learn about Grit Talks, a Delaware-based networking event created by Bill. Um, and though you know, myself and Stephen Target and Newton One have been. Part of this social event since its inception and somewhat biased, you could say, it truly is remarkable and unique in its own regards and we'll elaborate on why, but it's really due to the people um, and the process and structure of this program. So, to no further ado, Bill, how we doing?
1: Great, guys, thanks for having me. It's nice to see you, Mark, nice to see you, Steve. I guess a little bit about AB Bernstein first and just kind of kind of what I do and, and you know why I've enjoyed working with the two of you and, and Newton One so much uh, as well. Um, as, as stated, I'm an advisor with AB Bernstein, and I guess uh, yeah, I work with families, foundations, and endowments, but my practice is really focused on individuals that have complexity, and therefore you know, the clients that I've served has really evolved towards business owners uh, that are selling, and while I can help a lot of people uh, that's a great client for me because there is complexity, and thankfully the firm gives me the flexibility to work with clients many years in advance to, you know, help them think about the core of what they need to endow their lifestyle, the surplus, and you know many of the planning opportunities that might be involved. Of course, we don't get hired until uh, until they, uh, you know, send assets over to be uh, invested. But we have the opportunity to build a lot of trust, which I know is part of your process and, and your philosophy uh, as well. Look, A.B. Bernstein's been around for over over 50 years, and uh, we certainly have world-class investments, and that's one of the reasons that I joined the firm. Using business owners as an example, the reason that they tell us that we get hired is because of the sophisticated planning we do, the, the modeling that we can do, for instance, to model out a sophisticated plan that you might have with insurance or Maybe their trust and estates attorney might have or an M&A uh, attorney might have. And some, other, some of the other softer things. While, while I'd love to think that all my clients are really worried about asset allocation and whether we have alternatives, et cetera, when you really sit down with somebody that has complexity, often the things that are on their mind more are, how am I gonna make sure my kids are productive members of society? How do we have difficult conversations or uncomfortable conversations around money? How do we make sure that, you know, my children or my wife or my, myself, uh, that we all feel like we were educated? And so, you know, Bernstein has, has really put structure around that with our family engagement team, of course, the, the Wealth Strategies team, which does the modeling that I described, but helping to facilitate uh, these conversations. And I think a lot of firms talk about it. Uh, but as I said, we have real structure around it, and, and it's something that we can deliver and we're delivering for clients in some cases years before they actually hire us and and so it's really really impactful and and fulfilling you know for us as advisors you know obviously we need to win business but it's nice to have it feel fulfilling along the way and so bernstein um, i landed in the right place um because they seem to understand all of that um but yeah it's a pleasure to to you know i know you feel the same way about your clients
0: a part of all that comes networking, right? Yeah, when you're when you're not advising and, and performing your your day to day with AB Bernstein and all these the strategic planning and engagements that you have for your clients, uh, tell us about Grid Talks and how that came up.
1: Sure. So um, we all need to network. Uh, we need to meet people, um, and uh, you know I call it collision theory. We need we need to get out into the communities where we live and. and Know, try to uncover the people that need help or, or the people that are working with the, the people that have the complexity that we described. And so you know, we go to networking events. And, and what I found was that while there's all you know, generally good people there, that sometimes the events themselves, either the speaker isn't so great or uh, you know, you're eating a piece of rubber chicken. Um, and, and part of me was kind of thinking to myself, well, I, I think we can do better so you know grit talks came from an experience where in a prior role i i hosted um, uh, ted talks once a year Um, and what i loved about that was it was an opportunity to approach people in the community that i thought were really interesting and that i thought my clients and other people would would like to hear from um, and allowed me to get the opportunity to meet them which was which was really fun and to invite guests to come come and enjoy it what i noticed was so that a ted talk That's like a performance. Um, You know, somebody that, you know, Janice Nevin, for instance, who is our next speaker, she's the CEO of Christiana Care. You know, Janice could talk for hours without any preparation about what's going on at Christiana Care or about being a doctor or or other things, but with a TED Talk, it takes a lot of production. So um, when I thought about creating this event, I wanted to make it something that was easy for these very busy people to do. They can prepare a lot if they'd like, or they can prepare a little and so kind of taking a page from inside the actor's studio if anybody remembers that uh, production I don't know if they're still doing it but we, we, we thought up seven questions and in my conversations with <coughs> successful people the part that I find most interesting usually is kind of their failures and overcoming it and um, you know, I think it helps to kind of uh, hear about those things and try to get to the root of those failures, but also to understand things that you're not necessarily going to find uh, in their resume. And so that's what the seven questions in in GRIT Talks are are really all about. And uh, so the the talks themselves are kind of like a TED Talk in that they're under 20 minutes, being respectful of our attendees' time. They show up for a half hour of networking in the morning at 8 a.m. They're going to hear a twenty-minute talk, maybe some Q and A with somebody that, that they find interesting, and then they can network some more and and be on uh, in, into their busy lives. It's been great so far. So you know, big shout out to Newton One. Thank you both for being sponsors. It's great to have you on, on the advisory board, and um, you know, I think I think we're on to something. We're pretty cool here.
2: Bill, thanks. We we um were really pleased to attend these events, and as I recall. Was GRIT Talks initiated in the middle of COVID? Did, did you have your first GRIT Talks session while we were all kind of tucked in our homes and and did it virtually? And if that's the case, tell us tell us what that was like.
1: Yeah, so uh, the idea came around before COVID and we were really excited about it. And I think we had our first uh, GRIT Talk, which was uh, Thayer DuPont, at, at first scheduled for May of 2020. And uh, yeah, I remember when everything was happening in March, we were, uh, we were kind of thinking, oh, well, maybe we can have this in May, which is kind of funny to think back on, uh, given everything that we went through. So um, not only did we not have it uh, in May, um, we pushed it off until the fall that year, but, but we did do it all virtually. And, and that actually worked out really well. I think, uh, in fact, our attendance was great uh, during COVID, perhaps better than our, than our in-person uh, today. And what we did was we invited uh, Thayer and our first few speakers, uh, Mark Vergnano and some others, um, to come in. We'd pre-record their talk and then we would do the Q&A uh, live over, over Zoom. And uh, yeah, it wasn't what we first anticipated, a little of the networking part was missing. Um, but it allowed us at least to get started.
2: So walk us through um, how the event goes. The speaker comes onto the stage. They initiate the conversation with a anvil. That's right.
1: So you know, again, it was kind of fun to create an event from nothing, and uh, you know, grit kind of speaks to you know the uh, the failure and overcoming it. Um, I just kind of like that word, and and so one of the things I thought about was uh, steel, and, and and so that's where the anvil came from. And I had a um, a cousin whose whose husband was a farrier, and so he you know makes horseshoes and stuff. And so he had an extra anvil, and um, we were trying to create props. And so I built a thing for the anvil to go on, and I wanted something to kind of initiate it. So yes, Steve, the way the way that it works is. Uh, we announce the speaker. We also we in, we announce all of our sponsors. Newton One being one, then we announce the nonprofit that we will be supporting with the proceeds from the ticket that day, and then I kind of step off the stage, and the speaker comes out. They they hit the anvil for a little bit of effect, and we've created a pretty nice looking stage uh, with the help of, of uh, some other partners including uh, The Mill and my friend uh, Evan Loeber, well, I should say The Mill, but also Nemours Theater and Evan Loeber from Squatch Media have really helped kind of make the production look great. But they t- kick it off with the hitting of the anvil and then we have these questions kind of on, on the stage up in front of them and they move through the questions one at a time, uh, kind of on their own. Um, and we asked them to keep it kind of under 20 minutes and And then uh, they strike the anvil again, and then we shift into into the q and a
2: you've had some um remarkable people as guests and if you think back to some of the some of the actual grit talk events, are there some answers that you heard to these seven questions that i mean I think every answer that that I've heard is really impactful. Are there maybe a couple that really struck you as being Something that you can take away and either implement with the community, your family, your business.
1: Yeah, you know, as I look back at, at all of our speakers, you know, uh, Chris Vatti, uh, uh, Tony Allen from Delaware State University, Rod Ward from CSC, Danine Damon, uh, a managing partner uh, at uh, Richard Leighton and Finger, Mark Verganano from Comores and and theretofore, you know, they all have very different backgrounds. They're all incredibly successful in their own right. I think first and foremost is, you know, what we heard was that, you know, careers in life, it's never a straight line for anyone. And, and so, you know, everybody had a pretty, pretty substantial failure uh, that they could share. And, uh, you know, as I, as I often say to, uh, to my children, you know, I rarely have enough information in the moment to decide what I'm going through is, is, is good or bad. And the things that feel really bad in the moment, like a failure, um, you know, more often than not, actually, I find myself looking back on those um, kind of being glad they happened. You know, they're, they're life events that, that help us to learn. And so, um, uh, you know, Thayer uh, talked about a, an early company that uh, he and I think it was his brother started that that failed and, and Mark Vergnano had, you know, some missteps in his career and ultimately ended up being CEO and chairman of Comores. And uh, Deneen Damon, uh, you know, uh, in... Incredibly smart person, um, also happens to be a woman and the first managing partner at Richards Layton and Finger, chairing the board at, at, at Christiana Care. Um, there were a lot of failures, you know, along the way for her. Rod Ward, uh, as well, uh, CEO of some companies, some in Germany, um, and and some real life experiences there that made him a lot better. And you know, Tony Allen speaking about you know his mother and you know raising children in. environment where you know there there wasn't a lot of money and and a lot to overcome um in terms of you know the society around them and chris vadi as well i mean chris basically invented the drug jackify which is the uh which which literally cures a form of cancer and is the blockbuster drug for local company called insight and now starting prelude i mean he's had many failures along the way um Although his successes have been tremendous. So, you know, I, I, I don't think I have like a, a, an answer that stuck out. It's just we all have failures. And, uh, and, and I think that those are what make us
2: human. I love the format. Every time I sit through or I've watched, I find myself thinking about the answers that I would give to those questions. And one of the ones that I think is fascinating, I don't know where you came up with it is the question that is presented about what's the best gift you've received but the value has to be under $200 and how that's how that's impacted your life because you know as as we think back that's you know that's an interesting monetary value it's it's not that large but some of the answers and some of the the gifts that people have have received that they consider to be truly impactful I, I just love that question.
1: It's been a good one. I mean, yeah, you to you hear Danine Damon talking about just like a a, a little over the shoulder uh, handbag and kind of simplifying her life, or Rod Ward talking about some uh, you know work gloves that get him outside so that he can kind of burn off uh, uh, steam. You know, and nobody really talked about anything that was that was really expensive, and, and I, so I think they actually had to put some thought into that. Sometimes I wonder if that's not the right question, but I do like hearing. Uh, the answers I I like gadgets and so I was kind of hoping everybody would have a whiz-bang gadget that uh, that I would learn and 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 then run out and buy you know interesting I was thinking about this the other day that how hard that question would be for me to answer Uh, but I finally have it I got it for my birthday this year Um, so uh, it's it's what's called an aura frame it's a digital frame and uh, we had gotten one from my parents and we can upload pictures on it my sister and I from anywhere and when we gave it to my parents, we went through all our scrapbooks and scanned in pictures going back to like you know their childhood and even their parents' childhood. And when you're sitting in their living room now, the pictures are coming up, and I just I find myself just mesmerized. And um, my wife and children gave me one for uh, for my birthday, and uh, my wife has uploaded you know, probably 500 pictures in it. And I'll, I'll find myself just parking in in the kitchen. I'll make my morning coffee and just leaning against the counter and just watching these pictures of my children and of our dogs. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's, I think it's $150 or something like that. But the amount of joy it's given me just in, you know, the three months in, or two months since uh, my birthday in September. You know, I think, I think it's, it, it's awesome. How did you come up with
0: those questions?
1: From a lot of different places. I mean, you know, Tim Ferriss, uh, you know, has some questions that he asked. I think I stole a couple from him. Um, I knew I wanted there to be one on grit um, you know I asked my friend you know Johnny Gillespie who has a, a yoga studio wellness studio and he's very plugged into mindfulness and kind of got his ideas so I just collected it from a whole bunch of people and kind of seven questions came out of it and you know maybe we need to adjust them at some point but so far they seem to be working
0: no I think they're great and I think that's a great component to the entire um you use the word production and i really think it is a, a fantastic production that's very different from a, a ton of networking events i've been part of and i'm sure steve's been part of a ton as well it's just it's different it's a it's a production yet it's very comfortable the environment and the thing that i take from it and i enjoy the most is how honest i feel like the speakers are because those questions are tough and i don't want to use the word invasive, but you you learn a lot about the speakers once you leave because uh, they are uh, in-depth questions and and you have to think about it. And uh, being a younger advisor in this community, I think it's been extremely beneficial for myself and any other younger advisors that want to be part of something that's unique and growing. And I I just believe it has a great future and it's something different. Um, So that's kudos to you and your team, Bill.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Look, I think there's nothing more fun in life than than actually getting to know people. And you know, we call it deep discovery in my business. You know, the you can serve your clients better. You know, the more you can get to know them, and, and you know, deep discovery really is about uh, uh, good questions um, and, and kind of under uncovering what people's core values are. Yeah, it was very purposeful. You know, I wanted to make it almost hard for somebody to kind of share their resume or to be self-promoting. You know, for any listeners that haven't uh, uh, checked out Grit Talks yet, all of the, uh, uh, all the speakers are, are on uh, uh, grittalks.com, and it's a video library. We'd love your feedback, but we'd really love you to come join us. I, I think we had about 50 people in person uh, last time, as I said, during COVID, we'd get 70 or 80, um, probably just because it was easier to get there by Zoom. Um, but we think the room should be packed and we want your ideas on on different speakers and uh, But more importantly we want as as many people and as much diversity in in you know backgrounds and opinions and in, in um, Life experiences in the room as possible because that's what makes the networking part, you know valuable.
2: We're sitting here today in downtown Wilmington, Delaware Newton one's corporate headquarters is in Newark, Delaware Newton one is uh, was named after Sir Isaac Newton, and uh, one is our uh, tip of the hat to the first state. So we're big fans of the state of Delaware, and I think there's a common thread in, in the speakers uh, that, that brings us back to Delaware as well. I, I don't think that's just coincidence, though. So. Let's talk a little bit about Delaware and, and um, our connections to the Delaware community.
1: Yeah, so, you know, let's, look, I was born and raised here. Uh, I grew up on Rodney Street in, in downtown Wilmington. You know, I, I, I went to the Tattnall school, and uh, while I've had the opportunity to live a lot of places, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, Delaware is is a fam- fantastic place to raise a family, uh, to have a career, and, uh, you know, I, I just think that there's a lot of unlocked potential uh, in in this place. When people come to visit, they can't believe how beautiful it is. We don't have as much of the traffic and quite as much of the urban sprawl as, as you see in, in other beautiful places. So, I, I love it. You know, like any community, we have we have a lot of uh, wonderful people and a lot of causes to uh, uh, to support. And so, and most of us are, are building our practices kind of locally. And so, uh, you know, I think we we may branch out and have speakers that are from other places uh, over time. But for now, you know, there's a there's a long list of really really interesting people that are also tied uh, to this place. You know, I think that that's. Uh, that's kind of where we'll continue to focus until we run out of run out of people that, that share that common kind of geography. So
2: let's look forward. Where does Grid Talks go?
1: Look for now. I think we're just having fun with it. Uh, and uh, you know, again, I say I, I couldn't do this without uh, you know, especially without you know Evan Lober and and without uh, uh, Rob Herrera from uh, the Mill uh, and the theater. And without you guys as sponsors. And so, uh, you know, I think hopefully we can get our 2023 uh, lineup of speakers uh, onto the website and we'll see where it goes from there. But I do think it's something that's repeatable. I, you know, I had somebody from the main line who attended one that said, you know, I think this would be great in our area. We don't have any plans to make this a for-profit or or anything like that. As I said, we're we're giving all of the ticket proceeds to the nonprofit of our speakers' choices. But I think we are onto something cool. So you know, I think one of the things that I that I struggle with is that there are a lot of interesting people out there that maybe don't have name recognition. Um, and I think that uh, you know one of the speakers that I'd love to get uh, coming up is is the CEO of. Uh, of of the Northern AI Nemours Children's Hospital. His name isn't exceptionally well known, obviously Nemours is, but there's a lot of folks that maybe have companies or names that aren't recognizable. And so I still want to get people in the room and maybe name recognition is important, but I think it'll be kind of fun as we start to get people just knowing the format is great and the attendance is great to maybe delve into some of these folks that are a little less known. that are, that are equally, if not more, interesting.
0: Yeah, I think the, a great foundation is set, and we're looking forward to the future of GRIT Talks. We want to thank you for your time. Yeah, this has you been guys great. for joining me in the journey, and you yeah. guys are great friends, and uh, you know, it's a pleasure to,
1: pleasure to have you involved. Thanks, Bill.
0: opinions voiced are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what is appropriate for you, please contact a member of our team.